Welcome back to the Black and Blooming Podcast. I'm your host, Dahlia J. Don't forget to follow my show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified when I post new episodes. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Black and Blooming Pod. Again, that's Black and Blooming Pod on Instagram. So, here we are. It's the season finale of Black and Blooming. Um, Season two, actually, it kind of came upon us very, very quickly. Um, And today's topic is change, just because I feel like with what's been going on in my personal life and the new year coming about and just things that I've been hearing from other people, I feel like that is, you know, I felt like it was an appropriate topic regarding this time of year. So we're going to hop right into it, talking about, you know, change and everything, and then I'm going to provide some tips for you all at the end for how to kind of deal with it. Now, when it comes to change, there's two types of people, in my opinion. The first type of person is someone who loves change. Like, this is someone who constantly needs things to be changing because they enjoy it. You know, I am personally kind of one of these people. Um, Normally, they're kind of the person who doesn't like being stuck in a routine for too long if they are then they start to get bored and they need things to change so they pick up a new hobby or they quit their job or they you know transfer and start doing something else or they pick up a new activity whatever the case may be this first person needs change like they need it and it has to happen like on a regular basis like every couple of months um so that's type one that's the first type of person and the second type of person when it comes to change loves routine absolutely loves routine does not want change to occur at all like they don't want to move they don't want to switch to a new role they don't want new responsibilities they don't want to try new things and i'm not saying that one or the other is bad but as we all know change is inevitable i hate to be so cliche but change is inevitable and you cannot do anything to stop it regardless of whether you're type you're the first type of person or the second type of person And for people who are the second type of person, it can often be sometimes like very like difficult for them, like emotionally, mentally, physically, when change comes about because they do not like it. Like, you know, a lot of times they may despise it with their entire being. So I feel like this episode can speak to both types because even if you are a person who loves change and wants to pick up a new activity every couple of months and you like when things change not all change is good i will say that and so even if you are the type of person who loves change the change that you go that you're going through right now or the transition that you are you know going through right now in life may not necessarily be the most positive it may not be under the best circumstances but you still have to get through it right so i feel like this episode is definitely going to be for people who either don't like change at all or who may be going through difficult spots of change where it's not necessarily as smooth or as you know fun as they had hoped it would be um so for me personally the last couple of weeks have definitely included a lot of change and when i say a lot i definitely do mean a lot um even this last week especially 
has included a lot of change. I mean, I have moved from where I was before. Um, just in case y'all didn't know, I'm actually in Vegas now. Um, I moved back to Vegas, so no, I'm not a new Vegas person. Um, I've lived here before. Um, lived here, I think I talked about this in a previous episode. I have lived in Vegas since I was 15, and I went to a different place for college. So that was kind of the space that I was in. That is what I had going on, and that's why you know I moved back. So it's not a new thing for me. It's not, you know, something that's entirely new. But after being in Reno for a year and almost a year and a half, actually, after being in Reno for almost a year and a half, it definitely was difficult and it was a transition to try to get back to Vegas. Like, it was not easy. Um, anyway, so... As I was saying, um, moving has definitely not been easy just because I was gone for so long and then, you know, moving back turned into just so much chaos. Like, you would think that we were moving from a different state with everything that occurred and went on, but no, we were simply moving to another part of Nevada. But it was so chaotic and there was so much going on and the weather is so different compared to northern versus southern Nevada. Like, it was a hot mess, to say the very least. Um, And moving day was trash. Like, I still to this day say moving day from hell because to me that's what it was. So, if you want the full story on everything that went wrong on moving day, then definitely follow me on tiktok um it's miss dahlia j um i will have it linked below in this episode but yeah if you want to know the complete details of everything that happened you'll have to um but yeah but i will say it's also been a difficult transition just because you know moving and saying goodbye to people you know while I stand on what I said. I did not have a lot of friends in Reno and it was really hard to make new ones. It was really hard to find people that I had commonalities with who were, you know, down to hang out on a regular basis. And it was really hard to become friends with people who really wanted those genuine connections. I definitely did have a few people. And so it was definitely interesting saying goodbye to them. And then transitioning in back to Vegas where I know maybe like two or three people maybe four if we're being generous that I'm still cool with or still friends with or who you know I became friends with in college who moved back here themselves and the thing about it is is most of those people have been back for like months or a year and a half in Vegas I just came back so they've pretty much already gotten well adjusted and well acquainted with you know their schedules and what they have going on and their lives here and I'm kind of just coming back in the mix and so for this last week that's definitely what happened you know everyone's busy it's the holiday season on top of all of that so it's definitely been different but a good different I mean also coming back living in a different side of town a nicer side of town um and also just 
living in a bigger space like not trying to crap on apartments in reno but let's be honest vegas apartments are nicer even the older ones are nicer and more spacious than the ones in vegas i mean the ones in reno so um that's been nice to have that extra space to have like an actual space to be creative and to work and different things like that even though we're just now in our new space and we're still trying to get adjusted and we're still trying to get unpacked it's been good and then work-wise goodness work week was rough this week and let me tell you why so um first off monday i took off because i was like okay we're moving and da 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 and then tuesday i had to do a late start because for some reason the heating was not working properly in our new apartment that we had just moved into um so there was also that difficulty to deal with and i was like i cannot work a full work day and and when it's 55 degrees inside like that's just not gonna happen for me um so we had to go somewhere else so I could work and we had to do a late start so we could you know figure that situation out and then Wednesday was the company Christmas party so it was kind of just like you have to finish like at this time hopefully so I could be on time to the Christmas party I was not on time I was late um so yeah that was that (laughs) and then the following day I had to staff an event so I knew I had to staff one event like that had been on the calendar for like I'd probably say like maybe two and a half weeks and it was a really big opening event um I'm not going to say what it is because again if you follow me on TikTok you will find out there but it was a really big opening event and I knew I had to staff it in, in Vegas um and so um while I was there, I was like, okay, I knew that it was going to be like a seven hour long staffing. I knew that. But the day of, I was like working, I was like, okay, I can finally like get down on some work and get a lot done. Um, so I don't have to be working so long on Friday because technically we have half days on Friday, but I'm still getting adjusted to my workload. So I, I haven't had a half day in weeks. Like, let's just say that like it's probably been like a month maybe a month and a half since I've actually had a half day um because there's just so much work to do um and then I found out the morning of Thursday before I had to staff the event later that night that oh there was a segment a tv segment that needed staffing that I was not aware that I was staffing in advance so I basically found out like an hour and a half ahead of time and then I had to like rush and get ready and that kind of derailed everything that I had going as far as like getting a lot of work done and so that day I was out all day and then the next day I had to work a full day so um emotionally mentally and physically drained exhausted and then you know Saturday came around and it was like you know um my boyfriend's nephew's birthday party so it was just a lot going on and I feel like what I really have been needing is rest and relaxation you know but this is a prime example of like this is not what I envisioned for change like I was excited to move to Vegas I'm still excited for like all the different opportunities and experiences that are to come but this was something that I was excited about like I have been excited about moving back for months and despite my excitement everything did not go according to plan everything did not go smoothly the way that I thought it would or wanted it to there were a lot of difficulties there were a lot of trials and that is why change is a necessary evil because 
even if you are looking forward to the change, that does not mean it's going to go well. Now I kind of want to talk about like my advice for people who may be going through difficult periods of change. The transition isn't as smooth as you thought it would be or you just hate change. So as a whole, the experience is just unpleasant for you in general. So the first thing that I want to say is embrace change, good or bad, because being resistant to change only makes it harder for you. In whatever capacity the change is, you trying to resist it or trying not to accept it, being in denial or you know trying to resist it does not make the change stop happening. In fact, it makes it more difficult for you. Um, and sometimes what seems like to be bad change is actually good in the long run. Um, you know, you may think that moving to a new city, if you're, you know, your family's forcing you to move to a new city or, you know, you stay with your parents and they're like, we're moving to a new state and you can't afford to live on your own. So, you know, you packing up your bags and moving across town too. You know, in the grand scheme of things, it can seem life-changing. It can seem like the end of the world. It can seem like, oh, I have to leave all my friends. I have to leave everything I know and things like that. But on the positive side, you never know what's on the other side of things. You never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to connect with, who you're going to cross paths with. It could really be a positive experience for you. And so embracing the change and looking at the positives. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, you have to be happy about the fact that you're leaving your friends. You have every right to feel that. You have every right to feel that emotion. You have every right to, you know, be thinking that because these are your friends. You want to stay around them. You want to spend time with them. You want to continue to grow with them. But regardless of what you're doing, even if you decide to never change your life, changes will occur in other people's life inevitably striking change in your life so yeah maybe all of your friends still live in the city where you live now or the area where you grew up now but five years from now they're probably not going to and you may be the only one still there so I would definitely say embrace the change and try to look at the positives like I said before you might meet new people you may cross paths with someone who becomes your new best friend you may find out about new experiences you just never know what can happen so it's very important to understand that embracing it is better than resisting because if you're just like no i don't want to do this i don't want to do that like blah blah and you give your parents hell first of all they're not gonna like you too much but second of all um it's just going to make it more difficult for you because you doing that's probably not going to change their minds you're probably not going to um you know, you're probably not going to evoke any reaction in them other than annoyance, you know, like there's not going to be a sense of understanding. I also say like when it comes to embracing the change, have an open communication with with someone about what you're feeling, especially if it's, you know, an unpleasant change or something that you're not really open to. Talk to that person, communicate with them, be like, hey, look, I know this is necessary, but this is why I am. I don't like this. This is why I'm not open to this. This is why this makes me feel uncomfortable. And hopefully they'll be understanding with that. Hopefully there's somewhere to like compromise. Maybe they're like, 
okay, well, once a month, I'll drive you back over here. Or like, you know, you can set up friend, you know, hangouts with your friends. So that way you don't lose connections with them or you can FaceTime them. Or maybe during spring break, you can come visit them like in this state or whatever the case may be. They're, you know, hopefully your parents or whoever is understanding and they're willing to have a conversation with you about it and kind of compromise. So that way, even though you are being uprooted and you're, you know, doing something differently, you can still maintain the connections and, um, you know, that bond to what you've known your entire life instead of it just being, okay, well, you don't ever talk to these people again and you're just going to be in a new space and you're going to have to deal with it. Like, that's not, that's not really ideal, especially depending on the circumstances. The next thing that I would say is be adaptable. This kind of goes into what I last said um, as far as like kind of having that conversation and trying to look at the positives. Being adaptable is going to be your best friend. If anytime, you know, something gets thrown at you that is like unexpected or upsetting or doesn't go your way, if you have a freak out, you're not going to get very far. Like no offense, but it's just because you have to be willing to deal with the fact that sometimes you just have to be adaptable and sometimes it's solely dependent on you sometimes you may not have someone who's you know going to tell you like oh hey like you know we could do this and we can do that like if you have an understanding parent they probably will offer those suggestions and those solutions to you but if you don't you have to be adaptable yourself so that might look like taking matters into your own hand Let's say you're a grown adult and you're moving to a new city, but you know that you don't know anyone there and that you're, you don't have any family there. You're going to be all alone. Maybe that means that you, you know, join some organization. Maybe that means that you kind of go online and see who lives in your area and reach out to them if they seem like a cool person and ask them if they want to get brunch or if they want to get coffee or if they want to get smoothies, whatever the case may be. And then after that you know one extra person like being adaptable and understanding that you have the power like ultimately i mean ultimately you have the power in how you respond to things you do not have the power we do not have the power or the control over a lot of things that happen to us but we always have control over how we respond so it's like you may be moving to a new place for a job that you may be excited for but you're also sad because you're leaving a bunch of family and friends and everyone that you've known but you can change and be adaptable by like i said reaching out to people trying to join organizations making sure that when you get there you're putting yourself out there you're going out to events you're being social um you know you're trying to connect with your coworkers, whoever just to make sure that you're not putting yourself inside of a box and making things more difficult for you than what they actually have to be because if you're not adaptable and you know you say you move to this new place and you think things are going to be exactly the way they were where you're from you're in for a rude awakening i'm sorry but you're in for a rude awakening because things are different So I I definitely want to emphasize that being adaptable will help you in the long run. Last but not least, lean onto your support system. As we're going into the new year, I know so many people are going through so many different kinds of change. You know, I've seen a lot of loss occurring um, and it's really sad because 
two years ago, my boyfriend and I were going through a period of loss. We were going through a period of grieving around this time. And it's really difficult when you're going through that because you feel like no one understands. Absolutely no one understands what you're going through. But to be honest, there's always someone who's gone through what you've gone through, whether it was before you, whether it was the same time as you, whether it was after you, they may not have gone through the exact same circumstances because everyone's life is different, but there's always someone who has had a similar experience in some sort of fashion. Um, And I've also noticed that a lot of people are dealing with sadness about not really being able to connect with their families and not being able to really be around them for whatever reasons, for whatever, you know, circumstances and issues that they have with them or, you know, unrecognized trauma or, you know, lack of accountability because a lot of people don't want to do that. (laughs) Um, You know, it, it makes it difficult. And then transitioning into a new year, everyone wants to have a bunch of different goals and Um, all these different things and there can be pressure you know you may be reaching a certain age or you may be young and think because you see other people doing all these different things that you're not doing you feel the pressure like oh wow like I should have my life together by 22 no we shouldn't no we should not that's not realistic and it is literally a snapshot of someone's life online and I think that going into the new year we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to try to be perfect and try to get all these things done but at the end of the day we have to give ourselves grace and i think that leaning on your support system if you have one is just that it's definitely important for you to do i was talking to my therapist um yesterday and she was like do you have a support system and at the time i was like not really because i don't really have a support system but i was thinking in terms of like she was asking me a support system in vegas and she was asking me like physical and maybe i have like one person or two people who you know i could consider a support system but the majority of my support system does not live in the same city as me anymore majority of them have moved And so I think acknowledging that and understanding that not everyone has a physical support system or some people may not have a support system is also important. You know, if you do have one, call those people, talk to them, talk to them about how you're feeling, especially if you know it's a safe space for you. It's a trusted environment. They're not going to go and and tell all of your business to sue Sally and John um definitely share how you feeling to them and definitely get that out get that out you like you don't have to hold on to it you don't have to only you know share that with yourself if you don't have a support system necessarily um try doing things that bring you comfort number one if you don't have like a friend or family support system if you have a therapist that's your support system And any good therapist will tell you that, that they are there to support you, that they are there for you and go to them and talk to them about, you know, difficult life transitions that you may be going through and difficult like spaces that you may be in. It's important for you to do that. And you should do that because this is a medically trained professional. Like you kind of have the upper hand here because if you go talk to a friend or a family member, they're going to try to be helpful, but they're not medically trained to respond this person is. If you don't have a therapist and for whatever reason you can't get one, like I said, try doing things that comfort you. If you enjoy reading, 
read. It can be fiction or whatever genre um, that you enjoy the most, or it can be something you reading someone else's story about a transition that you're currently going through. Sometimes having that type of relatability definitely definitely helps. Um, also journaling. I definitely recommend journaling. I have not been journaling as much myself lately, but I'm definitely going to start back journaling because it helps you release a lot of emotions. You know, all the time we don't have someone to tell, we don't have someone to talk to, but us journaling can definitely help. So I would definitely recommend and suggest doing things that bring you comfort and also doing things alone if that's what you know you have to do. Going to get coffee alone, going to get brunch alone, going shopping alone. Those types of things are definitely going to help you kind of just bring bring yourself a little bit of sense of comfort and kind of stability in whatever that you have going on. Um, and with that, that is all that I have for this episode today. I know we're a little shorter than we normally are, but again, that's what I wanted for our good old season finale. Um, I also still have the Black Women Owned Holiday Gift Guide, so in case you um, haven't done your holiday shopping or you're going to be sending some Christmas presents later, you can still check that out. The link to it is linked on Instagram and on there, you know, you can buy items directly from their Instagram shop or you can go to their website and visit there and buy things from there too. So I will also be linking all of that information below for all of you to enjoy and share. Um, and I also just want to say that I am so grateful for everyone who has listened to season two of my podcast. Definitely have had some haters, which I don't know why they're still talking about me. I don't even work there anymore, but definitely have had some haters because of the toxic positivity episode. But I just want to say that for everyone who has listened and cared and respected my thoughts and opinions, I definitely appreciate that. And I'm super, super happy that no matter how small it is, that someone is listening to what I have to say and that I'm helping someone in some capacity. So if you have enjoyed this season, please make sure that you answer this week's question. Um, I will have it below. You can answer the question on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then you can leave a review. So please feel free to do that. I will see you guys here back on the podcast Wednesday, January 18th. We have a lot of things queued up for um, the new season. I will be releasing a season three trailer um, beforehand. So be on the lookout for that. I will not be saying the date, but just know before the actual first um, episode of season three, I will be releasing a trailer. I have a lot of fun stuff planned for season three, and I'm also taking um, submissions. So if you want to be on season three, please, please let me know. Like, I will have a um, form linked in this description. So if you want to be a guest on season three, please fill that out. Let me know, and then I will be going through those as I am planning season three to see who wants to be a part of the podcast and why. Um, and then if I'm interested in connecting with you or collaborating with you, then I will respond to you and send you an email contacting you. But thank you for all the support. And make sure that you stay connected with me through the transition between season two and season three on all my social media platforms. So I will have those linked below. It is Black and Blooming Pod on Instagram. I also have an email for the podcast. It's called Black and Blooming Pod at gmail.com. And I just wanted to say thank you guys. And I'm super grateful for everyone who's listening. 
And I really hope that 2023 is blessed. I hope that everyone's 2023 is blessed in some way, shape, or fashion. And I hope that whatever trials and tribulations that you have been dealing with that have been holding you down, I pray that you're healed and that you really make great strides when it comes to those things this new year because you deserve happiness and you deserve greatness. So thank you for listening to the Black and Blooming podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, follow the show and leave a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also leave reviews on certain podcast platforms. Keep up with the podcast by following me on Instagram at Black and Blooming Pod. Don't forget to share the podcast with friends and family and thank you for listening. Bye. See you next year.